0: AT&T Fiber, live like a Gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello again. I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, a show where we drop history knowledge every single day. Today is November 8th, 2019. The day was November 8th, 1892. A general strike began in New Orleans, Louisiana, after it had been postponed twice. The strike ended four days later, with workers winning many of the demands they called for. In May of 1892, streetcar operators in New Orleans won shorter hours, moving from 16-hour days to 12-hour days. And they won a closed shop, which is when an employer only hires union members. That summer, Black and white workers organized many new labor unions, so that 49 local unions were soon part of the American Federation of Labor, or AFL. The unions organized a local labor federation called the Working Men's Amalgamate Council, which met in integrated sessions. The late 19th century was a time characterized by racial violence, segregation, convict leasing, and the restriction of jobs for Black workers. But there were integrated jobs and labor demonstrations. Three racially integrated unions, the Round Freight Teamsters and Loaders Union, the Scalesmen's Union, and the Warehousemen and Packers Protective Union, made up the so-called Triple Alliance. The Triple Alliance went to the Board of Trade, the employer's organization, demanding a preferential union shop, 10-hour day, and overtime pay. But the Board of Trade announced that it refused to enter into agreements with Black people. On October 24th, members of the Triple Alliance went on strike, and the president of the Workingmen's Amalgamated Council said that its unions would strike if a settlement wasn't reached. But the board said that it would work with the Scalesmen and Packers, who were mostly white, but not with the Teamsters, as most Black workers were Teamsters. And it went even further to stoke racial fears, saying that the Triple Alliance was threatening to put employers and control of the docks under a, quote, big black Negro. The press even attempted to inflame tensions, accusing white unionists of being sympathetic to or controlled by black people and claiming that black strikers were beating people up. But the Triple Alliance and the council did not fold, and a general strike seemed imminent. Under increasing union pressure, the board was compelled to negotiate a contract but the bargaining collapsed when the board would not budge on discussing the preferential union. So a general strike began on November 8th. About half of the city's workforce, or around 25,000 union members, participated in the general strike. Street cars stopped running, the electrical grid stopped working, and the natural gas supply went empty. Firefighting, construction, printing, and street cleaning services were also disrupted. Governor Murphy Foster ordered 5,000 state militia troops to New Orleans, but the troops were withdrawn because the reports of chaos and violence were exaggerated. The press continued to claim that Black strikers were violent and threats to white supremacy, but unionists did not react to the appeals. Just days after the strike began, the council called off the strike due to the presence of the state militia, which remained outside the city and the Board of Trade agreed to negotiate. The union won a wage increase, overtime pay, and a 10-hour day, but the agreement did not include a preferential union shop, and it did not grant recognition to the unions of the Triple Alliance. Streetcar workers' union recognition ended. The strike has been deemed a success by some contemporary and current assessments, since the strikers won many of their demands and demonstrated racial solidarity. Critics have said that the strike failed since it did not win the union shop. But in the years following the general strike, riots broke out between white and Black workers on the New Orleans docks. I'm Yves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there's something I missed in the show today, you can let us know at T-D-I-H-C podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We also accept electronic letters at this day at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... work.